Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to Don't You Know. So Jacob, were you lonely? Was I lonely? Uh, no more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, Jacob was mean to me, so I said I wasn't going to talk to him until the recording. I was not mean to you. I called you a famous comedian that everyone knows and loves. Everyone hates and is disgusting and is a complete insult. <laughs> did use Amy Schumer as an insult. <laughs> I told Raquel she was as funny as Amy Schumer because I was not finding her pestering very humorous. I did warn you that it would upset you. You chose to go ahead and look and see what it was. It did not upset me. I found it trite and petty, and I was just unamused. I was hardly anything but regular set. Someone is just still salty from <laughs> college. I think you're the one who's holding on to this fight. You brought it up. So since I am Jacob's only friend, I assumed he would be very lonely. She gave me the cold shoulder. Honestly, I forgot until it was time to do the podcast. <laughs> sure you did. You just were like, hmm. Why don't I have anyone to talk to? I was like, why isn't my cell phone blowing up today? I send you messages from like three different apps. So do you. No, it's like four different apps. Yeah, sometimes. I haven't been on Snapchat too much lately. So you didn't see the one I sent to the, the one group? Uh, sometimes I see them, but I don't. yeah, I remember seeing that. That was pretty funny. Okay. It looked <laughs> like, yeah, very re remarkably similar uh, logo. And then I had to walk back. I was like, wait a second. Because <laughs> I walked right past the scooter. <laughs> a line wire. Those are the days. Of course, I know nothing about that because pirating music is bad. Oh, yeah. I sent it to Jonathan and uh, Jonathan was like, be careful. It might give you a virus. Hmm? And I was like, you know, it actually might because I'm pretty sure... That if they tested any of these scooters, <laughs> at least one, at least half of them will have some type of fecal matter or other bodily fluids, fluids on it. Oh, I mean, it's hot out there. You're riding a bike. You're going to be sweating. I was talking about other bodily fluids. Yikes. But okay. <laughs> I mean. Well, because someone was saying that they did a study where they tested the machine that you order your food from. Like, instead of going up to the cash register, you go to oh, the machine yeah, and yeah. order your food. And apparently, like, more than half of them had fecal matter on them. That is so gross. Yep. It's like Ebola waiting to have it. Not Ebola. <laughs> Maybe Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of uh, dysentery, I guess. Cholera. One of those two. I'm not a very medical, like, medically-minded guy. I really just, I don't know a lot about it. I'm learning a little bit here and there. Just give him his computer. To me? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All I need. If you tell me you got like, oh, I got a sprained tendon. I know you can't sprain a tendon. I'm just teasing. There's some diseases, like my mom will say some stuff. She'll be like, oh, yeah, he's got this and that and disc excombinata. I don't know what that is. You're just going to have to explain it. You should just. Just tell me what the symptoms are and then I'll just know. <laughs> he hurt his back. Is it oh, deadly? Okay. Is it contagious? He got in a car accident. Oh, that's all you need to say. It's pretty messed up. <laughs> so I'm trying to think if we have any updates. What are your updates? How was your week? It's all right. I am still at this moment editing the last episode. Oh, man. But it should be done today. It was a long one. I don't one. have anything else to do today. It was. And this is going to be really long, too. But it's also a long weekend, so I should have time to do it. There you go. We just get rambling. This one's going to be like a really long one. Right. We got a pretty good topic for today. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, I didn't see any movies this week. I did not either. I started to watch the new season of arrow because it's on netflix arrow seems pretty cool yeah i'm have mixed feelings about it because felicity is like my favorite character and they completely like changed her character and she's kind of like going off the wall a little bit crazy and i'm just kind of like why would you mess with my favorite character you basically made her a different person oh no it changed her entirely now she kind of seems to have come back to reality but every once in a while she kind of go like a little bit off the wall i'm like what are you doing what is wrong with you <laughs> 
So it looks good so far. I'm about halfway-ish done with it. That's it. That's all movie-wise and all that stuff I'm doing. I think I've seen the intro to Arrow one time, and that was all. That all. That's all I had to form an opinion on it. I was like, that was a cool intro. I liked it. He's running around with a bow. I'm like, yeah, seems like a cool show. I was just doing something, so I didn't stick around in that room very well. <laughs> seems cool. <laughs> they actually change their opening oh well at least every season and they also change it based on what's going on because he has like this little part where he talks he didn't talk in this one he was just running around and jumping and it was nighttime i think it was season one okay it might have been like the very first one and season two he like kind of talks a little bit he's like uh blah 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 he basically kind of gives a recap of what's going on for you without actually doing the recap and then he's like and my name is blah 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 or i am blah 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 blah. and it changes because there's a couple of times where he changes his like hero name there's a couple of times where he's like in a different situation so he kind of says like what he's like so what is his actual name his uh undercover name not undercover you mean his right. like real life irl name there's a name for that his secret identity oliver queen oliver queen that's right i remember that i want to name if i have a boy and a girl i want to name him oliver and then name the girl athena or thea which is the same name as his sister i remember you saying that in one of the episodes that's why i was trying to yeah, remember his uh-huh. name it's funny Mm-mm-mm. how did you forget queen I've literally only seen one of the intros <laughs> one time I had an interesting week. I did my intercooler, finally. Um, That was a big... I accomplished a long-term goal by putting that in. Oh, thank you. Applause. (laughs) Yeah, it took me like 12 hours out in the heat, turning wrenches and hitting stuff with hammers. At one point, I was a hammer mechanic, which you don't normally use hammers when you're working on cars. Kind of a boorish thing to do, but it needed it. My hands are still all cut up, which feels kind of good. Feels a little manly. I work in an office and play video games. My hands don't get cut up too much. <laughs> manly, you say, huh? Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> Refer back to last episode for that joke. For the record, it said sailors, not Channing Tatum. He is not representative of the average soldier. I want you to know. Nothing against the soldiers. They're great. U.S. Navy all the way. Air Force all the way, if I was. But uh, Channing Tatum, I just... Sorry, Sailors, I mean, just... Uh, I don't know. The 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 Apples to Apples card said Manly, and I put Clint Eastwood, because he's a pretty man's man. They already know. They listened to the last episode. It made my day. I'm going to make you watch uh, Dirty Harry. It's like the manliest movie ever. Nah. I fire five bullets, only six. Anyway, I also finished a softball season. We played our... Lo- came in last place? We did not come in last place. We came in second to last, but there were only like four teams. <laughs> <laughs> so there was blue and green and orange and dark green, and we beat dark green a bunch of times. They're a nice team, just a church group. They just got to have some fun, but we beat them uh, three times. They beat us once, but uh, I think they're at the bottom of the rung. And then there was us. We got third place. Um, we're the orange team. And then we played our last game. Oh, of course you're the orange team. Go Bears. And then we played the light green team. And they were good. It was a very good game. We had it yesterday. And we lost. But we lost by two points. And it was close. And it was a good game. And I got a hero moment that felt really, really good. I was uh, I was playing catcher. And first off, I got two hits. Base hits. And I scored once. That was my contribution. But also, as catcher, they hit. It went to our third baseman. He tagged the guy going from second to third out. 
And then he threw it to me at home because I was just there. I was ready. And I caught it and immediately caught it and tagged the runner like right next to me. Like it was super close, but I made it happen. I caught it. I knew what I had to do. All I had to do was catch the ball and just touch the guy. Perfect. Easy. I did it. And when I started the season, I had never been a catcher before. Did not know what to do. And I've been learning and I've been watching through trial and error and watching other people. I actually watched a baseball game in the haircut place this week. I was watching and I did it. All there was to it. So though we lost, I had a personal victory and I was very proud of this season. Ended on a very, very high note despite a loss. Well, I mean, it, like it's always better not to be in last place, but I feel bad the last place was church group. I feel bad because the top team was the blue team, and they were complete jerks. They're just like loud mouthed, boisterous, rude. Like, ugh, I hate to see them holding the trophy. They should be like, oh, it's like it's like the bad guys in all of the other, like all the movies, you know. That's like that team. It sucks, but I can't argue that they hit the ball every time. I mean, they're a tough team to beat. But their attitudes need to change. <laughs> well, let's see. They say, I don't know. I can't remember if it was an article or someone else was saying it. But they were saying that you'll notice that a lot of people who do really, really well in like a sports or whatever, they also a lot of times will appear cocky. And that's because people who like psych themselves up tend oh, to do the Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. So they could be douches, but they could also just be because of their attitudes, which just kind of elevates them even higher. There's a lot to be said about competitive, but this was like a friendly league. They were just, they're playing against like, it was it was us. We're like the nerdy research center. Like it's, it's a miracle we're all like outside able to catch a ball. I guess the church group and against the Flint Energy, they're like our, our electrical company around here. They wanted it the most, I guess, and they're... But it's it's more than that. Like being being confident is fine, but it's one thing to build yourself up, but it's another thing to put the other team down. Everybody was very cordial. Nobody like even really shouted while we were playing. It was all hey, good job, good team, like great work, like hey, you were close, you know, good game. But these guys are like, mm-hmm. oh, they ain't ready, they ain't ready, and it's like, okay, don't talk about us. Keep your shouting to yourself. It's just it's their attitude. You know what I mean? It's just a whole different culture. Yeah, I guess it's different when it comes down to like that, where it's just like some like small teams or whatever. But when I played softball, that was like the biggest part is like yeah, shouting. You're you're supposed to be shouting. I understand that. I understand the mind games, and I like the mind games. They're fun. Mm-hmm. But I none of the other teams were playing the mind games, and I didn't really want to play the mind games, you know. And so it's like when we were playing against them, I would get mouthy because our team just isn't mouthy. We're just gonna just do whatever. We had one guy that was mouthy against them and almost like picked a fight or something. Like I was like, okay, this is getting interesting. Like I'm gonna have to grab a bat. Um, no, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> anyway, he just moved. He's um, I think he's reserves. He's out in Hawaii now, so he's not even on the team. So I'm like, okay, they're shouting, and even if you can shrug it off, it's still subconsciously like wearing on the team. So I'm like, okay, I need to fight back a little bit. So I'm shouting back, you know, and now it's like, now I'm. <sighs> All worked up, you see? Just talking about it. Anyway. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's different with probably the league that you're in because there's only four teams, two of them engineers, one's a church group. So that's different if it was like- If it was a competitive, like, sports event tournament? Yeah. Yeah, sure. By all means, pull no punches. But it's just, I don't know. That's what they wanted. That's what they got. They won. (laughs) Probably what it was is they couldn't compete with the competitive league. So they joined really a non-competitive league. Yeah. One of our team, like, after, because, man, they stomped us by mercy rule. Like, they were good, but 
it was just man there was this one guy that would just shout the whole time he would argue with the refs he was like oh. <laughs> and one of our teammates after a loss you know we were licking our wounds going back to the thing he's like well bunch of washed up middle-aged men trying to be heroes let them have it i was like yeah it's such a good way to put that and they're just <laughs> this is the best thing in their life is they won this softball league cool <laughs> good job all right that's so mean i'm being so mean like they deserve it though they were terrible they were so but that's bad that's the truth <laughs> anyways okay so we have been talking for a little bit so we should probably get into our topic unless you have any more update the new project is still under work it is yeah i <laughs> guess because of our I'm, I'm off of that was the last game of the league was yesterday and so i'll have a little more free time which means i'll have a lot more time to game which means i'll be a lot more refreshed and can do more side projects so you hear that guys he's saying that he'll have it ready for next episode yes i will have it ready by next episode you can count on me i think i will have to put a time limit on you jacob maybe you'll meet a deadline i said it you're used to the deadline okay i will let's do it by i'll do um, it by next episode i'll have it next episode okay uh let's see here any other updates i don't think so we have a fan in Michigan that listened to our hey, last episode. Yo, what up? So, woohoo. So now we've had people listen in Michigan, um, California, Arizona, Georgia, Florida, I think Alabama, and maybe New Mexico. And then we've had Brazil and New Zealand. I think I know the Alabama one. Oh. Maybe. Maybe I don't. Maybe. Maybe I wish I did. Ooh. Oh, I haven't noticed one from London. <laughs> London, very cool. I've been watching the Graham Norton show lately. I've been obsessed with it. It's so funny. Do you watch him? I was like, he is so funny. You'd probably like him. You might like him. Next year, when we go to Tokyo, mm -hmm. we could listen to our podcast in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, just give ourselves a bunch of views. That's funny. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it and start saving up money for that. We'd have to put subtitles in, though. <laughs> <laughs> subtitles in a podcast. I don't even know. I guess that could be a thing. I don't know. We just have to completely voice over the whole thing. We'll have to get dubbed. It would be really funny if it's like like our, our voice actors like just look exactly like us, but like mm -hmm. a little difference here or there. That would be pretty funny. Maybe your voice actor will actually be funny. Oh. oh. Yeah. Huh, I could say the same about you. Maybe people would listen to us then. <laughs> I'm just Maybe your voice actor won't insult all the fans that listen to yeah. us. I know. I held my tongue twice since the beginning of the episode. I want you to know. <laughs> Actually, you know, I wouldn't mind doing like a voiceover thing. I think that'd be pretty fun. Voiceover would be pretty fun. I've always thought that being a voice actor would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, when me and my friend Ryan, we went to the anime convention they had a panel about voice acting and a lot of them were saying that voice acting you have to take acting classes still for just regular acting classes and doing a lot of them did like theater and musicals too yeah because you still have to get into the character and even more i so this is kind of interesting i think it might even be more difficult to get immersed in your role because you don't get to see like a set you know what i mean you probably record your lines in a studio anyway like even on a video I don't know. The voice actors that were talking in the panel, a lot of them were voice actors for dub, for anime. Uh -huh. And they were saying that's one of the challenges they've had to do is they've had to talk and kind of match the mouth movements. Do they or do they edit that after, though? Because I assumed that they would just edit the video. I thought so, too. But they said that some of them do it that way. Yeah, because it's probably more expensive to edit it. 
if they're just going, yeah, just voice it over, we're trying to get these things out real quick, then it would be better to match the mouth. Yeah. And it could also be like dramatic tension where stare and then nani versus nani and then stare. <laughs> What's that mean? Come on. This is a quiz. Nani? It means what? Ah, uh, you got it. Hey, I'm trying to learn my Japanese. You can't it's mess with me, man. No, I'm not messing. Konnichiwa. Origato. <laughs> <laughs> Gome. I don't know that one. Haha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of voice actors at Expos, I remember there was a very special voice acting panel at the uh, Anime Expo that we went to. And we couldn't go to it because it was 18 plus and we had Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Jacob. <laughs> I know. That's so sad. That's okay, though. Poor Frankie. Not very wholesome panel anyway. I, I would not want to be caught there. That's against everything uh, who I am. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Raquel does not believe. Let's get on to our topic. <laughs> By the way, Jacob. Frankie will be 18 when we go to Japan. Cool. He may or may not come with us. <laughs> He's just going to disappear. and then Because then he could just stay there. He could be a citizen. <laughs> it's a liability. Anyways, on to our topic. On our topic. What do we have for today, Raquel? So, as we said, this should be a good one because we basically talk about this topic every episode. When you talked about it earlier, I almost stopped you because I was like, wait, you haven't announced the topic yet and you're talking about it. But then I was like, oh, wait, don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. What's our topic? So our topic is going to be movies. Dun, dun, so dun, dun, at dun. the movie theaters or it, see, I want to do one just specifically about the movie theaters, but then I also want to do one with watching movies like say at home or even just like the movies in general. And I figured we might not have enough of those two, but I figured with all together, even though it's going to be a lot all together, I think it'd be better to do them all together than trying to do separate episodes because I feel like they wouldn't be long enough. Right, a one part, two part. I don't know. I think this is going to be a pretty stacked episode. We might even have to do a part two because I guess we'll play it by ear, but we could always do a sequel. <laughs> yeah, we can. And I figured at some point we will have to start doing sequels because, I mean, there's only so many topics, but... You know, movies love sequels. Anyways, okay, so shall I get this started then? Yeah, huh? sure. So let's start off with talking about just to kind of get a general idea of kind of where our maybe our points of view will come from. What is your favorite genre? My favorite genre, I watch a lot of like, to say crime thrillers seems like too specific because it's not really crime thrillers, but I like, if the movie's got a hitman in it, I'm very interested. And like, I like Pulp Fiction. I like a lot of Tarantino. Oh, I love Tarantino. I like, um, Lucky Number 11 is a big time favorite. My cousin showed me that like way back when. That was like, that was my first movie with, that was kind of, I think that was like, I've seen rated R movies, but usually it was like, um, more, I don't know. This is my first like kind of big movie. Anyway, I like looking at something a lot. I also like um, In Bruges was really good too. That one my mom actually recommended to me. She was like, I saw it was a Netflix DVD came in and it was called In Bruges and she said something. She was like, oh, it's pretty good. You should watch it. I was like, oh, okay. Later on, I watched it and um, it, it is pretty good. It's very entertaining. But again, it's about hitmen. Those guys are lying low. And then also, um, any, if it's got a vigilante, what about too, Hitman Bodyguard? Hitman Bodyguard, like, is that the one that's over the um, that's based off the video game? It's like a comedy, I think. I know what you're talking about. It's got um, Samuel L. Jackson in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not watch that one, but um, 
Might. But you said you like Hitman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's more of a... Normally mine aren't comedy. I like movies that are... That aren't comedies, but are funny. So, like, the movies... All the movies I mentioned have... Are very funny. They're witty characters, and they're smooth talkers. Kind of like... Kind of like um, Bugs Bunny of like type characters, you know. But they're not necessarily like clowns. They're 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 definitely like intense killers and all that. But but they uh, know how to laugh in the face of death. I think that's the key. That sort of attitude. I like that. I'm big into that. <laughs> <laughs> Just cool dudes pointing guns at other cool dudes. That's that's my type of movie. Not necessarily action though. If it's just a hog-headed action movie, you're going to lose me. Because I don't want to see people just charging into gunfire. I want to see, like, legit cold hard action where you you could lose your life at any minute. I don't want recklessness. <laughs> One thing about your background, you have a degree in film. Uh, yes. Well, I have more of a degree in media studies with most of my classes being about films. Yes. Right. And I have that minor. So we are licensed professionals. We are diplomats. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how in a previous episode, we uh, I, I struggled so hard to remember the word graduate, <laughs> which is kind of ironic. Let's be real. Okay, well, my favorite genre, of course, is like psychological thrillers and horrors. I cannot stand romantic comedies. You don't like the rom-com. Well, no, okay, no, not romantic comedies. Romantic movies slash feel-good movies. Ah, uh, yeah. I do like some romantic, romantic comedies, and it's kind of funny because I like a lot of the the romantic comedy animes. I like a lot of those. It's like the weird. It's so funny. So, here's a question. Are we going to consider... Well, I was going to ask if we consider anime to be movies, but... There are some anime movies. We can consider them if we wanted. Yeah, I thought about that as I asked it, though. I was like, I guess an anime would be equivalent to a TV show. We're not talking about TV shows, right? TV shows are out the window. That could be their own episode. Yeah, let's try to do an own episode Just with movies, TV shows at some At least point. like an hour and a half. What is the length of a proper movie? That's a talking point for later. I think even most of them will say even like an hour movie special or something like that. We can still consider those. Yeah. Basically anything that does is not like a series kind of thing. I mean, there are movie series, but those are like obviously different than like a TV series. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I think the reason why I like the anime romantic comedies and not so much regular in life romantic comedies is because they're just able to do so much more with anime because you just can't make some of those facial reactions <laughs> and all that stuff to certain things and so the comedy is just so much more because it it has the potential to be unrealistic much more so than cgi because that's an interesting point well you're not going to cgi someone's face to do a better facial reaction right and so you still get the general acting and tone of voice and all that stuff that you can get from movies but then you add on the whole facial reactions that you just can't get in real yeah, like life. Yeah, when like when their eyes go like super big and they lose their whole pupils and it like drops their whole face or whatever. Yeah, or they go like shock and their like little ghost comes out their mouth. Oh, yeah, stuff like that. That's 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 a really interesting point. I never really thought about that. Like, so uh, those romantic comedies tend to have a lot more comedy in it. So you like a lot more visual humor. Yeah. I'm one of those people, like, I can't, I don't like movies like, was it, Knocked Up or like those stoner kind of funny movies. Like, I don't like Seth Rogen and I don't really like Will Ferrell. They are kind of hit or miss for me. They have sometimes, I think it depends on the writer. You see, an actor is a tool. 
and sometimes your tools do what they do. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> take that how you will. But I think a lot of the right sometimes Seth Rogen, I'll see him and I just don't like any of his stuff. Sometimes I'll see him and he's just so funny, and it might just be my mood too. Now Will Ferrell's the same way. I really like Jim Carrey though. Jim Carrey's pretty good. Now I was surprised that you listed psychological thriller before horror i always just pegged you in my head as a a horror buff okay so i like psychological thrillers more than horror and the reason why is because horror doesn't really scare me i like to go to horror movies with other people who do get scared because then i get enjoyment out of their of them being afraid so you're more of a social horror experiencer experiencer rather than just watching it on your own yeah, I don't usually watch horror movies too often on my own. The only time is if it has like kind of like that psychological twist to it, where you can kind of try to solve something as the horror is going on. Right. But other than that, I like to go to the movie theaters for horror movies because I like kind of being around people who do get scared for that stuff. Yeah. Nikki, I can say this because I'm pretty sure Nikki is not going to ever watch the listen to this podcast, but he's coming back in time to watch. Chucky. He does not know <laughs> that he's going to have to watch Chucky, oh. but he's going to. You're Chucky was like his childhood him. trauma. Oh, goodness. It was. It was. <laughs> That's funny. My big childhood trauma was The Ring, like the original Ring. Ooh. That was like my first real scary movie. I was 12 and I chickened out big time. I had to leave halfway through the movie. And then I was like, it was. Uh, what part did I, I don't remember what part I left. I just, it was just generally unsettling. And it was funny because I went to the other room. Uh, I was in my grandparents' room because they lived with us. They had like a room behind kind of the family room. And I was like peeking into the room to like still kind of watch it. But I was like in a different room. They were making fun of me. But that was pretty spooky. Now, funnily enough, I, um, I really like that movie nowadays. Like, I've watched it as an adult, and I'm like, this is a brilliant movie. Like, it's so good, the story. And yeah, it's really spooky. Yeah, it's still... But I guess I'm just... I'm an adult. I just don't really believe a creepy lady could come through my TV. <laughs> but man, I I got halfway through that movie, and like, I slept with a TV unplugged in my room for like months after. Like, it was so bad. <laughs> Dang, Jacob. It, it spooked me. It did a good job. Yeah, I don't have any movies like that, so... But to me, that is more of a, that's not really like a slasher horror film. It's not like Freddy Krueger or something, which to be honest, I've never seen Halloween and I've never seen, um, <gasps> I've never seen a lot of the classic horror movies because they're not. How dare you? I don't. They played on Mercer 99. <laughs> we got kicked out of the student center because we were like, oh, it's October. Let's play horror movies. Oh, there's people getting beheaded. In the <laughs> no. No, that wasn't even the reason why we got kicked out of the student center. It was because one of them had boobs. Oh, yeah. Oh. They always tend to have some sort of like nudity or something in them. They're always a little edgy on that. They're, horror movies tend to be a little risque, don't they? Yeah. And so when the boobs popped out, it was right when a tour group was going through the student <laughs> center. And we got kicked out of I don't know if you just heard the face palm I made. <laughs> <laughs> We did not have any control over that. That's funny. Hey, it's rated for TV. Did you get... Okay, so here's a question. Were you playing like a TV edit or were you just playing the straight movie? We just get the copy of the movie. We I don't think we get like a TV edit of it. I mean, people still always put Mercer 99 on in the student center. It just was one of those ones where people turned the channel to that. Oh, I see. Before we used to, like, we were the only thing that did play. They would have it on. Did you have to like get your movies screened or anything? 
Or did he have to like watch some heads? So surely somebody knew there were boobies that were going to pop up, right? No, we did. we never had to get any type of approval. We'll just we got movie suggestions or whatever, and then we we had a set amount of movies we could have for the month based off of our copyright. Oh, I see. Payment thing that we would pay. Yeah, licensing or whatever. Yeah, licensing. That's exactly right. And so we would get licensing to show a film, ten films a month. There's always the FBI piracy warning. You can't play it in like I want to say it like. There, there's you know how you have a bunch of friends over to watch a movie i don't even know if like that's allowed technically or if it's just supposed to be for like you and your family or something like that because i know like we were talking about we've just got we got a big auditorium at my work and we've been talking about playing movies there just getting a few friends and um one of my coworkers is like yeah you got to make sure that it's not like a sanctioned like event because then we could get dinged with copyright and i was like oh i wasn't even thinking about that i was just thinking like hey anyone who wants to come watch just come watch yeah, it would be literally playing it in a theater, basically. I'm like, that's not really allowed. That's, I don't know. That reminds me of um my senior year, your junior year, finals. Remember how you have, not finals, uh, reading week. That whole week where we just did like studying. Are you talking about Saw? Most of us, yeah, the Saw series. <laughs> this is an interesting, the Saw in itself is an interesting movie to talk about. Because that is definitely a crossover point for what we both like. That's true because it has a lot of action at the same time, a lot of kind of psychological thriller. I really like the Saw series. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the Final Destination series? I really like I've those I've seen two. one of them. They were, uh, I think it was, I don't know if I could get into that one. I, I enjoyed having watched the first one, but I don't think I'd really want to watch like, the whole series. Uh, okay. So so what did we do for Saw on this reading week? Did you see that new Saw that came out not too long no, ago? No, I didn't. I think the last time I watched was oh. when we, we did this marathon. We, um, for the viewers, we marathoned the whole series in three days. We did one through seven at that, six or seven at that point. I think there was only five. No, there was definitely at least at least six. I want to say there was six. I don't think the sixth one came out until after we had graduated. I mean, look, I think there's seven now, but I don't think the sixth one came out until after we graduated. I think it was six because I, I, I don't ever remember saying five in three days, but I would tell people like definitely watching all six Saw movies in three days. We'll give you nightmares. <laughs> it was funny. Okay, so we went into our um on our campus in one of the one of the rooms that we could watch uh as a classroom with a projector. And the funny thing is, like now I'm like, oh yeah, we were totally wasting the lifetime of that bulb. But <laughs> hey, we paid tuition. Oh, you're right. It did. Ha- we probably did watch six because six sure came out in six. 2009, and then the other one came out, and I remember it coming out, and it was like. 3D, and I was like, eh, I don't think I want to watch another. Yeah, the, the the one that came out after that was, um, where is it at? I can't see it here. I think the seventh one came out after I stopped trusting movies. Yeah, and so that came out, <laughs> and then they had Jigsaw that came out a couple years ago, 2017. Cash grab. I'm just teasing. We can talk about that Aww. later. I don't know. I, I haven't really looked at it, but I am very, very, very cynical and skeptical of movies these days. If I see something as a cash grab, I'm not interested at all. And that's my problem with a lot of movies today. And it's very hipster and it hurts me to even like have it. Hee hee hee. You hipster. It, it hurts, but yeah, I kind of fall into that. <laughs> so back to us watching Saw. When we were watching it, we watched it with Kristen, who could not watch any horror movies, but she liked The Final Destination. So we were like, well, you will put it like Saw because it's not really horror. It's kind of like Final Destination where people die. Yeah. And so she watched all of them. Yeah, it's not like a slasher film. There's lots of flashing in it, just not from a <laughs> specific serial killer. <laughs> Saw is interesting because I never watched it in high school. 
And I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch it. Some crazy killer or whatever. I'm not going to watch some, like, torture stuff. But then somebody explained the plot to me about how, like, oh, he gives him an ultimatum. And the whole, like, thing is, like, to make you, like, appreciate life. And he targets people who are, like, gluttons and stuff like that. And um, then I was like, huh, it's very interesting. It's, there's another, there's some more depth to it than I was expecting. When I first watched it, I was blown away. I finally, I was like, let me see what this saw is about. And I watched it. It was so good. I loved it. And, um, it was, it was very interesting. Uh, and I think that's where the appeal is to me is the kind of like, it does have a pretty good story to it. And the traps are cool too. Yeah. Jigsaw is also on Netflix, by the way. That new one. Okay. If you want to watch it. Is it good? Have you seen it? I have. I've seen it like twice. It's pretty good. Is it a movie or a series? It's a movie. Oh, I don't know why I assumed it was a series. Man, that would be a pretty cool series. If that it was like be. a Netflix series. So imagine like every episode is a different trap and it's him setting it up and like dodging the cops and everything. And then um, finally it's the big reveal and they're like real close to catching him, but he's he always slips away in some secret way or whatever. It'd be like Dexter kind of, I guess. Yeah, that'd be cool. They actually did like a series for the Scream movies. I haven't seen the Scream movies either. I've seen clips, but. Anyways, okay. So we're like kind of really into our podcast and we've only like talked about genres. So let's kind of continue onwards. Most of mine are discussions though. So I think this is a very important one we should talk about. Okay. Who gets the armrest? <laughs> Which armrest do you get? <laughs> What's the context? What are you talking about? Are you watching this in a car? I assume you mean at the theaters. Uh, at the theaters. Yes, of course. Hmm. It's kind of tough because I go to theaters and I, there's nobody around me. So I can have like both armrests, you know. Well, say you're with a girl. Who gets the armrest in between you two? Oh, well, I'm definitely going to cuddle up. So she's just got my arm, you know. She got the whole arm. Oh, yeah. you got. Oh, that's right. Because you can lift the armrest up. I forgot. What's if you can't lift the armrest up? Where am I going to put my drink then? I ain't lifting the armrest <laughs> up. What do you think we're doing? I'm watching the movie. I paid 18 bucks for this. <laughs> Better keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> I'm single. Did y'all know? <laughs> <laughs> you can share the armrest, I guess. Hold hands on it. No, yeah, for real. Um, I mean, I guess you could kind of trade out, or you can do like where one person gets the back of the armrest, the other one gets the front, you know, or you kind of swap out. Or... <gasps> oh my god, that reminds me of, okay, so at my meetings, they're like kind of like theater seats, and I noticed that, I'm trying to think of how it went. I had my uncle sitting on one side and a, f a family friend he was sitting on the other side and just like naturally when we we were both sharing the armrest yeah it can be done i can't remember if mine was in the front or the back but they had put theirs and it was like n no discussion it wasn't like oh wait let me see it was just always the same each week until i noticed that hey wait a second you always do this and he was like oh yeah that's where you're that's where the guy puts their arm oh <laughs> like it's always in the back it's always in the back and the girls put their in the front i was like wow i, I think never that you can noticed. shift in your seat too and kind of take turns for the middle armrest because you always got the left or the right how about with like if it's a complete stranger stranger sitting next to you you don't want to share an armrest with them yeah maybe so who gets it i don't know no one gets it <laughs> yeah i mean you could do the no one gets it you just cross your arm and tuck it in or you just go to the other side or whatever um because again like i try and sit like on my own you always want to have you don't wanna, it's like the the middle urinal kind of thing you know you give a little space in between the seats i live in california there ain't there isn't ain't no empty theater <laughs> if there's an empty theater it's closing <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess you kind of like you know as you're sitting down or whatever they go to sit down and you acknowledge each other you give a little head bob or hey what's up welcome you don't say welcome <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the theater you're welcome. Uh, i'd like a different seat <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you just kind of you acknowledge the person and i judge how friendly they are i don't know i really like when there's the the two armrests but i don't think i've ever seen that 
Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think I have either. <laughs> now, now that I think about it. Maybe it's just whoever gets there first gets the armrest, that right? That could be it, too. Whoever claims it first. There's also the cup holder, too, where it's like, where do you get the cup holder? It would really suck to be in, like, the middle of two people, and they've both used, like, the guy on your left has used his right cup holder, and the guy on your right is using his left cup holder, and you don't have to hold your cup. Yeah. <laughs> don't be late, and then you can you can claim it before anyone else. Yeah. Which actually leads me into my don't you know, which is don't come late to the movie. I hate when people come into the movie and like everyone's like walking trying to sit down yeah. and it's like dude like come on but you should have been me. here yeah exactly wants to try to like scooch into the very middle it's like you're not not only are you in the very middle but you came late and so now like you're interrupting me and yes I know it's just the trailers but I want to see what movies are coming out so I know what movie I want to see next and that's a funny thing is that I do not like advertisements and I do not like being advertised too however I kind of of enjoy the cinema advertisements i feel like they are a part of the experience and i that is one spot where despite my reputation of hating advertisements i don't kind of mind watching them that is one time when i do go okay let me dip into pop culture and see what is pop what is popular right now what's coming out what are people talking about that's a weird one for me yeah well to me, I don't see them too much as advertisements. I just, I guess trailers to me are just completely different from advertisements. Yeah. I don't know. I guess because then. I mean, they are. I just have never viewed them as advertisements. Yeah. If I'm at the theater, I am open to the pop culture experience. And so I don't mind seeing the other trailers too for other stuff that's out. I, I don't know. Maybe that's a consumerist kind of culture thing um, that I've fallen into at least somewhat. <laughs> Here's a hipster talking again. Well, speaking of like the social event of it, how do you feel about, we're kind of going through this quick now, but it kind of like all leads into each other and I'm kind of like not letting you say anything. Oh no, I don't feel like we've talked about anything yet. I've got so (laughs) much stored up here that I could talk about. Okay. Well, speaking of like social kind of thing. How do you feel about, like, commentary from the audience? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, don't go in the closet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, okay, so this is the point that we're like, this is one of the reasons I don't like going to theaters is when other people react too much. Because for me, I am trying my hardest to get my head inside. I am not in a theater. When I'm in a movie, I am the main character. And I am, like, with them. Regardless of who they are, what they look like, what gender they are, I am trying my hardest to put myself in their shoes and see, okay, if I was this person what would i do and how would i do this and like maybe that's a little conceited but i definitely try and i mean i am me so i always think about what would i do in this situation so when somebody screams out to my left and they're oh no and i'm like will you please you're breaking my immersion and that is what i want (laughs) i want a big screen that surrounds all of my peripherals i want music and sounds that beat in my chest as if i'm there and i want to be part of the action you know that's why i like video games even more is that I can be part of the action. Especially with your VR set. Oh, yeah, it's the best. When I'm in a movie, if they are if they write good characters that are, like, rational and realistic and believable and could do stuff, and that's a lot of the reason I don't like horror, gonna be honest, is because a lot of them are irrational and doing dumb stuff that nobody would do, and if they're not doing anything, I cannot relate to this character. Oh, what's in this door? I know there's blood on the floor, and I know I have a gun, but I'm gonna leave it on the table. <sighs> I cannot relate. I cannot get immersed. Yeah, that's... That's so true with a lot of the horror ones, but that's because if you brought the gun, well, boom, boom, end of the character, that's it, the movie's over. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That's how it. horror should end because it's not hard. <laughs> There's a killer clown with a knife. Shoot him in the chest. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's done. You go about your life. But to answer your question, when somebody shouts out in the theater, it breaks my immersion. I don't like it. I try to be quiet and I try to internalize and I'm doing a lot of thinking really fast because you can't pause the movie and rewind. I don't like it. That's too much for movies, man. Like, I just go and like sit down and watch. Oh, no. I'm so getting into it. I'm thinking about everything in this movie. They have a, a movie on Netflix that's from first person. You should check it out if you haven't already. It's a hard thing to pull off. Doing it first person. And it's action. And it's action. First person action. You should check it out. I'll have to send it to you. So I, I want to talk about first person, but what do you think about people talking in the theater? Are you a talker? You can be. I won't get mad at you. <laughs> no, because then you might not go see a movie with me anymore if I say I am. Uh, I'm kind of iffy. It depends. Like for horror movies, the whole reason why I like to go see horror movies is to enjoy actually other people getting scared for oh, me. Yeah. So I do like them screaming or whatever. Sometimes it's okay. Like, no, go into the closet. If they're actually like legit scared saying it. Yeah. Or or they're like, mm-mm-mm, you're so stupid. Like it adds a little bit of comedy to, to break the tension. Yeah, see, I like the tension. The artist intended there to be tension. I don't want to mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't seem to me. It doesn't matter about the tension because I'm not going to get scared either way. Uh, I mean, getting a little scared is fine. I, I've heard that yeah. even the best heroes are still scared. They just go through the fear. And you can practice your bravery, and this is a good spot to do it. See, to me, to have that little build of attention, then drop because of a funny thing, and then build right back up, it almost feels like it goes up even higher, though. I don't know. It depends if, like... And that's where it goes back to... Depends on the timing. Yeah, it depends on the timing. And that's where it goes back to, like, laughing in the face of death. And, and like I was joking about versus, oh, this dumb movie or whatever. If it's like in the world, yes, cool. I love a little bit of humor in the environment. But if it's, I don't know. See, I'm the type of person that would stub their toe and laugh. So. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not kidding. I don't, I don't think it was a toe, but I did do something and like hurt my leg. It was like a serious hurt, but it did hurt. And I was like on the ground holding my leg and like laughing. <laughs> I did actually just slam my fingers in the window, and I found that pretty funny, but I said ow, but then I was laughing because I was like, well, I just smashed my fingers in the window. <laughs> it wasn't like I dropped it on my fingers. I was going up, and it was like, it was a bad design. It wasn't anybody could have got caught in this trap. <laughs> and then with people making jokes and say a comedy out loud, um, I don't have too much of a I don't know that one's iffy too depends on the jokes that are being said and if it's at the right moment like if you're saying a joke and then the movie is saying a joke at the same time then obviously that's annoying oh yeah and it also depends on how frequently yeah if you're shouting out and you're the peanut gallery during the middle of this movie look I came here for the director of this movie's jokes I did not come here for yours I don't care who you are you are not as funny as you think you are please do not shout out during the movie yeah. I guess that's where it is is like if the crowd reacts and there's a big gasp and it's audible or everyone laughs like that's fun or everyone like yells or something at the same time that's fine but it's the people who shout out who it's the individuals stop if you're an individual in a movie theater you are wrong this is a crowd experience you better not shout out and don't shine a laser pointer at the screen <laughs> it also depends on the the frequency of comments as well it could be annoying if it's just like one even one will set me off <laughs> Now, what I do enjoy doing is watching, say, a really bad, like, horror movie or something like that in, not in the movie theaters, because, yeah, movies are expensive. Oh, yeah. But, like, say, in your own home, and then making comments with, like, a friend or something like that throughout the whole horror movie. We did that when we watched Bullet for My Valentine, the old, old one, like, the 1985 one or whatever. Oh, I didn't even know there we was were, like, an old one. We were, like, making fun of the whole thing. 
and we made fun of I think it was your next and we basically were like oh that one I watched it with uh it was me Amberlynn and two other guys and we we're all like oh that one's you well that one's you oh no you just died <laughs> now that can be really fun too so that I think is a whole different way of watching a movie though because that yeah when you're just heckling a movie and you've just put it on and you're just drinking or whatever that is way different than when I'm trying to get like immersed in the film like I feel like that's that's true that's whole, and that is also very fun and I do like movies for that bit too and that's usually cheaper too <laughs> to do that it's you're not what trying to pay all this money to get inverse into a, a movie. I don't think you have to be at a movie theater to to it, um, have a movie theater. Like, going to a friend's house and just watching it on a TV, that's a good way to experience it. Okay, so, this is a don't you know. Don't you know if you're watching a 3D movie, no matter how many times you try to wipe those gl- those glasses clean, they're always going to have smudges on them. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I really don't. What? I've seen 3D movies. I don't ever notice smudges. Oh my god, what? Me and my brother spent like most of the like, very beginning just trying to get all these smudges off these glasses. We both really hate 3D. Are these like your smudges? Or you like take them out of the package and they're smudges? Because I don't touch the they're, lenses. They're like coming. That, no, you take them out and they like seem to have like smudges on them. Like they're not Gross. like straight up like a fingerprint. But they're like not exactly like crystal clear either. That's weird. I would assume they're like sanitized or wiped clean or whatever. But I mean, because smudges yeah, come from oil aren't. on it. Like I, I assume it's oil from just people touching it or whatever. You have to use soap. Maybe we're just both very sensitive to Maybe, it. Maybe, I don't know. Now, it might also be that it's not smudges, but just like blurry, I guess. I don't know. Like I don't know. There's like little like directions in the lenses and that's how it works. Is it like it's the angle of attack that your lenses are at that like gets you the mm-hmm. right picture or whatever. I don't know. Well, that kind of leads into our new segments that we're starting to do, which is articles. Oh, yeah. You got an article for us today. Mm -hmm. So according to this article, basically what it says is that, don't you know, don't go see 3D movies. They're a waste of time. Uh, It's basically what this article is saying. A waste of time? What are you talking about? (laughs) It's okay. Not a waste of time, but it's not like worth it. (laughs) We have science that proves that this 3D movie is not worth your time. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, it's just... I'm going to open this article while you explain it. Yeah, because I'm just not wording it right, and they actually... So let me pull it up, too. It's titled, Senses, Watch and Burn. Okay, here it is. 3D flicks might not be the best pick. So don't you know 3D movies are not the best pick? It says might not. There's a might not there. Yes, and they give you a reason. Anyways, okay, here... So they did a study, and they surveyed some moviegoers... And they found that people who watch 3D movies were three times more likely to experience eye strains, headaches, and trouble with visions after 2D vision uh, versus the 2D version. Okay, so if you're weak and you can't handle it, then it's not going to be good. Okay, how's that? Gates me headaches. Let's even start, Jacob. I am an Uberman, and I'm going to pick this article apart. They don't make my head hurt. I think they're brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> they hurt my eyes, and they gave me a headache. Yeah, to be honest, I've been a while since i've seen one but um i'd have to try again i don't i don't usually remember like pain from them though and then it says that people who watch 3d movies versus the two-day ones don't actually remember the content being any better in a three-day if they've seen both the dd and a two-day version which is true i've seen they, they don't have it any better but if it's equal, I don't think having it in 3D, like, I don't think I would pick apart any more details. I think it's just more immersive. 
Like it says, the bolded bit says they don't boost enjoyment. That is entirely subjective. That's true. Um, another thing too that they say is that the 3D movie costs more than a 2D version. As it well. does, but the, the things that are better usually do. Yeah, we'll see. That see you. That's your opinion that it's better. Like I said, you want a I faster hate- car? It's gonna cost you ten grand more. <laughs> you want a headache? It's gonna cost you three bucks. <laughs> I don't know. And I think three bucks might be on the lower end, at least in California, for 3D movies as well. Oh, yeah? It might be closer to like four or five. I don't know. I'm sorry. They're just not worth it to me. Yeah, fair enough. 3D movies are part of my movie pass. I can go see 3D movies for f- like three times a week for free still. Um, But they give me a headache. They give my brother a headache. And the glass is super annoying to me because I feel like it's got smudges on it and... I mean, maybe they don't have smudges, but to me, it feels like they do have smudges and I don't see very clearly. And that's probably why I get a headache because I feel like I don't see very clearly. And so I'm too busy trying to adjust to try to see it. And half the time, the 3D is just to kind of make it more like give it a little bit of depth in the movie. So you can kind of see like the characters obviously in the front. And so to me, I'm just like, you know what? I don't really need that. Nothing's really seriously popping out at me. It's just kind of adding like a little bit of depth to it, giving your background like a little bit more. That is a really good point too, because you can definitely tell when they're like when they're they they get a scene where it like attacks the camera or something, and you're like, okay, that is so dumb. Now all of a sudden, I'm thinking, why did it attack thin air? Oh, mm-hmm. it was because it's made in Hollywood and it's trying to sell movie tickets. And whoa, 3D! It reminds me of that episode of Home Improvement when they do it in 3D, and he like they keep grabbing the the lumber and they like whoa and like put it towards the camera, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's it's exactly that. It's dumb. It's just, it's not immersive. <laughs> and so if my 3D is immersive, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's why VR is so much fun because it is so immersive. But when it's just a gimmick, that takes me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. You sound just so hipster. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I Googled this, um, the, the author of this article, and I was like, of course she doesn't enjoy 3D. I looked her up, but she doesn't look like she enjoys anything. No. <laughs> No, dang. I'm just teasing. She seems fine. Even if she's the author of the article, doesn't necessarily mean she's the one that did the study. She obviously did the interpretation of the study, but... She... The thing says, um, she's co-author of the blog-turned-book Stuff Hipsters Hate. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason I bring her up. She seems fine. I'm sure she's totally fine. If she hears this, like, thanks for listening. (laughs) I don't really hate you. I'm just teasing. I just think it's very subjective. I have two more. One's a discussion and no, both are discussions. So do you have any that you want me to want to do or would you like me just to go ahead and do those two? Okay. Um, I haven't really structured any don't you knows. I'll start thinking of some, but I'm just happy to discuss. I'm having a good time talking about movies. <laughs> We're actually staying on topic oh, this yeah, time. Movies? Isn't that so? Even our updates are in the kind of like the general period. <laughs> movies are fun. I used to really, really, really like movies. When I started at college i would watch movies all the time in my dorm and i would put on all sorts of stuff just i tried to find like a bunch of different like classics and stuff like i was watching um uh, i was watching like stuff everything from memento to um which is a great movie i think everybody should watch um to just like goodness all sorts of stuff like oh i watch everything and i can't name any of them (laughs) there was a point when it stopped though like there was a time in my life when i was just like stopped watching movies there was nothing that like strictly happened i just i don't know i can't really I feel <laughs> this is <laughs> I feel like I've watched them all. And what I mean is oh, dang. I've watched like 
so many that everything feels like something. You know what I mean? And that's so jaded. That kind of leads into one of my discussion, which is cliche movies. Yay or nay? So there, <laughs> cliches are tough because there's a reason cliches exist. And you can't just write them off and say, oh, this has been done before. Therefore, it can't be done again. Because it could be in a totally different context and used completely differently. And there are some things that you want to be true. Like the good guy should win. Well, yeah, it would be boring if the bad guy did just pull out a gun and shoot him. Like you're talking about the clowns yeah that's true but i want to have something new to think about you know yeah well some people i mean cliches are good in the sense that we enjoy those but maybe we don't want to see the same characters the same exact story we might we want we like how the cliche made us feel we like the general plot of it and we want to watch it again we just don't want to watch that same exact movie now hilariously a lot of my favorite movies i have seen upwards of 30 times (laughs) i do no i've watched like the some of the same movies over and over i've seen pitch perfect all of them like at least like 10 times all those pitch perfects and i can't wait to see that fourth one when it comes out i can almost quote pulp fiction front to back like (laughs) and it's so funny because i'm oh goodness we got dogs in the background (laughs) stop it we're live Uh (laughs) (laughs) don't you see the sign (laughs) i almost muted it but then i was like that'd be funny to leave in yeah i don't know i'll either like i want something completely new and novel or i want the exact same thing because i think it's done perfectly i'm very very uh i'm snobbish yeah i think when it comes down to cliches though and you try to do something new it's very hard to do that because people like their cliches that's why there's cliches and that's why there's so many inherently but i think i think the the mass media is and then i don't know i don't have high opinions of the general audience anyways so what i was saying was that so like they're obviously that's why they're always done so when you try to put your own twist on it it can be like a hit or miss because this is what people are expecting. And so they may take positively to your twist or they may just be like, how dare you ruin my typical movie? This was awful. What were you thinking? Like, why would you do this? <laughs> and those are the ones that drive in like really good reviews is the ones that do do the twist. But the thing is, is that you have to do the twist just right or else you're going to completely bomb it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, which makes actually makes me kind of think about anime and with them doing real life movies like real life adaptations of it yeah one comes to mind is of course the last airbender i have not seen it but i have heard the ruckus and he tried to put his own twist to it and of course it did absolutely horrible so it's one of those things even with when doing adaptations is that when you try to put your own twist, you have to be very careful with how you put your own twist. Yeah, because if it, if it changes the... Because it's like, are you trying to... So like going from a book to a movie is kind of the same thing. You're changing the medium. I would say that a, a drawn mm-hmm. art is a different medium than a realistic art, like a, than a live action film, you know, because mm-hmm. it is a different layer. You're going from 2D to 3D. And so it's kind of a different medium. And so if you go from a book to a movie and you just change a part of the plot, that's going to go crazy. You have to stay true to the, the original vision, the the original artist's intention, I think is the best way to go. Yeah. And I think also another one that got a a lot of trash was death note they did a live act adaptation to that one it. but they like changed the whole plot of it like it basically had the same name care the main 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 characters same names some of the personalities were different and the death note was there but my uncle saw it he's never seen the anime and he really actually enjoyed them that's movie. interesting both my brothers and me absolutely <laughs> hated it. it would be interesting to watch it from the perspective of hey you've never heard of this this is just a random movie hey i just dropped this in your lap go into it thinking like 
Like you're just watching another Die Hard or something. Yeah. That's an interesting way to watch that. I think movies and stuff like that, it's just, it's really hard to kind of, most of it plays on kind of the general population's viewpoint on it. I don't think there's like, it's whatever comes out first. Whoever like starts saying it's good first and everyone builds off of it, then no matter what, the movie's going to be good. Or if the movie is like bad, whoever says it first, everyone plays off of that and agrees with whatever their opinion is, then it just plays and it just slowly gets bad. Hmm. That's an interesting viewpoint. Because, like, with me for the Avengers, everyone says it's so great. And I do admit it's a pretty good movie. It's all right. But to me, it was boring. And that's because I have no, like, connection with these characters that everyone else has. Because they've seen, like, every single movie that these characters have had. They have, like, these personal connections. We could do a whole segment on Marvel Extended Universe and my disdain and hate for extended universes like this. Because when when I talk about I don't like a cash grab, Marvel Mm -hmm. should be spelled dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign times six. (laughs) Um, Because that's all I see with them. And maybe they're... I I hate Marvel. (laughs) And we lost another audience group. Yeah, and that's a big group. How yeah, dare you? Group. You guess what? We love DC, guys. We love I do DC. actually like DC a little more. I've heard I do like there's DC a YouTuber too. who I love and respect holy called Regular Car Reviews, and he said that we live in a post Bieber mm-hmm. era where before <laughs> Justin Bieber, we thought that popular stuff was popular because it's good, and now we're in a world where popular stuff isn't really that good, is it? <laughs> it's like fast food. <laughs> it's just cheap and mass produced, and just I don't trust it. And so if something's popular, I automatically don't trust it. And then everything is so critical, and I realize that you can pick apart everything. Like if I so. If if I watch a Marvel movie, I'm going to be so critical. If I go into like yeah. one of my favorite movies with that same mindset, I'm going to destroy it. And I love these movies and it's all about my attitude, but Marvel just is just blah. <laughs> They're so bland. And I don't like anything that caters to a kid audience because kids don't understand complex thoughts and stuff. And I want <laughs> really complex thoughts. And so I want movies that kids just aren't going to understand or enjoy just inherently because it's going to be boring to them because they don't want to know about tax evasion or whatever. And that's how I got the criminal mm-hmm. taken like Al Capone or whatever. I want this complex yeah. stuff. I want a lot to think about. I want a lot to unpack. This is a playground yeah. for me. Marvel mm-hmm. movies do not do that. They're going to make a fart joke and do a funny dance as they Hulk smashes Loki or something. I can't get immersed in that. <laughs> Marvel rant done. I just took up like five minutes there. Oh, I feel much better. Thank you. <laughs> I need to insert a little little thing that says, please skip ahead yeah, skip five to- minutes if you wish not to be offended oh, Marvel yeah. fans. I, I have <laughs> offended Marvel fans. And ultimately, I know I'm a snob. And ultimately, everyone should watch what you like. If you like Marvel... Go for it. Have fun with it. Don't let me get you down. What do I matter? <laughs> but I don't really care about Marvel. I thought the glove snapping was very, very lazy. I thought that was so lazy. <laughs> <sighs> I'm done. I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. I only have one more talk discussion. And then after that, I am done. Did you think of any Dunchinos or discussions you want to do first before I do my last one? Or would you like to end it? Or what would you like to do? Um, I was going to do one. I was going to try and make it, don't you know, about that last conversation topic. But uh, I'll leave them alone. I think I've said my piece. Uh, 
that you know DC all the way. <laughs> it's not even a rivalry thing. I can like both sides of a rivalry. It's more just don't be lazy. Don't be broad. Make specific. Jacob always plays both sides. I do. I think that's very wise. He's also a hipster, so he can't <laughs> pick the side that's a bandwagon, but then he's got to be like, well, I have to because kind of like it because it can only be one side. I seek truth. I want art, and I want good expression, and I seek truth. If you seek truth, then you would admit that sailors are more manly than Clint Eastwood. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about my don't you know. I'll think about a don't you know. Uh, what else do you have to say? I have a discussion with eating crunchy foods in movies. <laughs> what you thinking about? I know... In one of our previous episodes, you made a joke about eating nachos in a show <laughs> and being very loud about it. So, thinking about this, is that like a, no, you really shouldn't do that. Don't you know? Don't do it. I mean, eating in the movie theater is a lot of fun. I like getting some popcorn or even some nachos. But, I mean, you can eat with your mouth closed, aren't you? Are, are these people eating with their mouth open? Because that's rude. That's always going to be a don't you know for me. But I think if your mouth's closed, I, I think that's fine. Nachos and popcorn, or I mean, obviously popcorn is not as big as it. Uh, but like nachos are still very loud to nachos eat. are kind of loud yeah maybe not to the nachos or it's a serious movie i don't know and that's what i was thinking too my thing was i think it depends on the movie if it's an action movie for sure especially since you can like eat it during the middle of like a boom oh yeah gunfights and stuff yeah but for like the movie the quiet place <laughs> yeah or like any type of scary movies that might have moments where it's really quiet and everyone's tense and all you hear is Crunch, 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 crunch. Yeah, I guess that's the point too. Is crunch, if, crunch, because <laughs> there are times if there's like a dramatic tension, it's like and there's like a big silence and like whatever it is, the vaccine in the glass jar is like falling or whatever. I think I'm quoting a World, World War Z, <laughs> and it's like falling and it's all tension, and then you hear some guy go. That guy should be taken out. Put him in the streets. <laughs> take him out back. Shoot him in the head. No. <laughs> <laughs> your things are just so very dramatic. Oh Jacob. yeah, you got to take it to the edge. You're always oh, you don't use your blinker. Execute him. <laughs> <laughs> Better edgy than dull, I say. <laughs> no, I mean at that point you would say, oh, it's quiet. I'm not going to take a loud crunch. I'm going to wait until okay, he caught the vial. Everything's safe. Okay, we're fine. I'll take a crunch. Don't be a jerk. Come on, there are people who want attention. Don't break it with a nacho crunch Ugh. crunch or the little <laughs> yeah yeah like i don't know be respectful in all things be respectful you know have some common courtesy or we'll take you in the streets and execute you <laughs> <laughs> never mind i was gonna say that's how we should always end our podcast <laughs> but then you added we'll take you to the streets and kill you <laughs> Yeah, there's names for like plutocracy or from Plato is like where the rich rule everything. We need one where like the polite rule everything. And where it's like if you're impolite, you're you're gone. You're out of our country. You get exiled very politely. We have a very <laughs> ceremonious beheading and we're very polite. And we put flowers on your grave and we're very kind. But if you're impolite, you're gone. We need polite people to run the country. All of the uh, elections would be very civil. They'd, they'd be like discussing, well, I think that this issue should be handled from this angle. And I think that this is this. And the other guy would be like, that's a good point. I actually think there's a lot of value in that opinion. However, I just think that we should look at this more. He's like, that's good too. I guess the voters will have to decide. I wish that's the society we lived in. <laughs> they shake hands. They're good luck at the election. I'll... <laughs> but that will never happen because the guy with the air horn is going to come in and go, burr, 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 burr. And that's just how it is. So execute him. No. <laughs> Back to movies. Do you know any movies about society falling apart? The Purge. <laughs> Every single one. I like of them. The Purge. <laughs> oh, I really like The Purge. I like The Purge. 
I don't know if they like force you to stay in the city, but for me, I'm like, that would be the time for vacation, <laughs> like family vacation out the country. Like, are you serious? All these people are like, cr- like especially the like super rich people, they buy like all this money and like stay in their homes, and I'm just like, dude. Set up your system and, like, bounce out with your family. Yeah, well, we're going to the Alps this weekend. We're going to see London. We're going to see a crazy a country that isn't balls crazy. <laughs> and, like, that's how I view it when you, especially when you have kids. Because, I mean, come on, like, they're not going to be able to fight. It's not, you know, and, I mean, yeah. no one's going to stop them from killing a kid. Well, here's the thing, though, and here's a big thing about the movie, is I've read on the TV tropes, one of the tropes of that movie is kill the poor. If you're poor, you can't afford to take your your whole family out of the country. You can't afford to fortify your home. This is a system inherently designed to cull the number of poor people. That's actually what I was going to say, too, is that the only problem with that was that gets rid of the poor. And the whole system is, like, poor. Even if you do leave the whole, like, leave the country, even, I mean, even if you don't leave the country, the people who are able to afford the fancy equipment, the fancy guns, and all that stuff are the rich. Yeah, they get to go have a heyday. Pay to win. And one of the, what is it, second purge, third purge? This is where they address it, where they're like, the real reason is not so that we can release tension, it's just to get rid of the poor. Because the government goes into the poor, like, apartment shooting up the place, pretending it's, like, some other group. Yeah, it's a it's a kill squad. I've only seen the second one and then the first one. I watched them out of order by accident, but they're fine because they're standalone. It's funny that it's, at, like, straight up addressed in the third one. Because I've always just heard it as, like, inherent or, like, a, like a fan theory or something. It's a social commentary. Yeah, because they're trying to get rid of the purge. And so that's why it comes up as an issue. Because they have the government that comes in as a kill squad. It is very unethical. There's so much room for that sort of eugenics, like, Nazi-esque stuff. Like, that's inherently bad. <laughs> yeah, and they even go into... Like, they end up getting taken and put into a fighting ring where they have to survive, where these rich people are betting on them. Like, who's going to survive? Yeah, wasn't that the second one? I thought that was the second one. That one is the part part of the second one, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But they're fun movies. They're they're fun to think about. It's like, I know this is wrong, but it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, someone who's homeless, who doesn't really have much. I mean, they have nothing really to protect themselves. Oh, yeah. Other than their dirty needles. I'm just kidding. Play- <laughs> playing devil's advocate. This is a level playing field. So a homeless guy could just run in and steal something really expensive and then sell it. And now he's fine. And so would you say that you could advocate for the purge by saying this is an opportunity for people to get up in the world? Hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. We'll make it legal for you to do what you got to do. We'll sling some drugs. Going to be very hard for a homeless person because by this just looking at one of the houses where like all the metal comes down a lot of security is obviously beefed up yeah just a regular guy off the street probably couldn't really rob anything of value he would not attack that house but he might attack somebody who's less prepared like i mean and that's a big thing with like in real life like if society collapses that's a big thing is like if you've got a bunker don't tell people you have a bunker because as soon as society collapses let's say i have a thousand guns and you have one gun but you know i have a thousand guns and food and whatever you need and you come and you shoot me right as everything's starting and you take over my bunker well all my preparation is now out the window and it goes straight to you all because you thought huh i could kill this guy before he decides to go into prep mode and then you do and now you have all my preparation and i'm just in the ground now not even in the ground because you just left me on the front because it's the end of society and you're not going to bury me (laughs) it depends on the type of homeless person we're talking about too because like yeah it's true we're talking about homeless people because like the homeless people like in downtown most of them have like psychological issues they're not gonna think 
that far in advance. I'm not really thinking about like your crazy homeless guy. I'm thinking about like somebody down on his luck or whatever. Yeah, and see, I don't see very many of those people. <laughs> They're definitely out there, and I don't, and you know, but the only ones I've come into really interaction are the ones that are screaming at other people. They're obviously <laughs> off their meds if they were ever on them. Well, those are the loud ones, but maybe the ones that are really good and really sharp have just like chosen it. Like, yeah, I'm homeless. I don't have to pay bills. I got a tent out here in the side. I defend it. I got friends in high places. I don't know. I've always heard that some people say that homelessness is a choice, and that's kind of a very privileged thing to say. Someone else was saying that too. I've heard like homeless people admit to that too. Like, yeah, I could I could get off the streets if I wanted, but my homelessness is a choice. And obviously that is very generalized and it is very case-to-case basis. But for some people, it definitely is a choice. Yeah, I've heard that from some people. They were like, well, why don't they have any type of family that will help them out? Well, their family might just not want to. They've been doing this for so long. Yeah. I'm talking about like cleaning up and going working like the staple joke is working at McDonald's. Working at McDonald's, you can still get, if you do well, you can make a living. This is America. You can make a living. But some people can't. And that, again, that's very privileged to say. And then uh, we have a couple of like homeless sh- like shelters and some of them won't even go in. They'll just stay on the outside because the homeless shelter has rules and they don't want to do that. It's a little like camp on the outside of it because they don't have to follow those rules. It's a very tough situation. We are literally recording a podcast that we are like, when you hear about like first world problems, we are the first world <laughs> and we're talking about how easy it is to not be homeless. <laughs> this is not going to go over well. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, okay, so you still haven't said any of your any don't you knows or to start a discussion i think all mine were implied in my heavy opinions and my executions <laughs> <laughs> so um what's a what's an aspect of movie that we haven't talked about yet i don't know i mean we've hit horror movies we've hit like romantic comedies i've got something that i do usually i like to so again how i like to get really immersed in a movie and like get into it i tend to watch a movie on my own and then watch it again with friends. Like when I was in college, I would do that. I'd sit up in my my dorm and I'd watch a movie and I'd go, this was great. And sometimes I'd watch some movies and be like, ah, eh, whatever. And I'll watch another one or eh, I don't like this one. But if I get a movie that I really like, I want to watch it on my own without any distractions and get anything I can out of this movie. And then I'll say, hey, do you guys want to watch a movie? I just watched this. It's really good. Do you do that? Or do you prefer to go in blind to movies? No, in a way that... I will I will watch movies on my own. That's not that big of a deal. But I don't purposely go and watch a movie by myself before watching it with friends. I'll watch a movie and if I really, really like it, then I'll like suggest it to a friend like I did with The Promised Neverland. Yeah, yeah. And then I want to enjoy it with other people because I enjoyed it so much. I want to see them enjoy it. But I don't go with ever the attention that I'm going to go watch this by myself so that I can get everything out of it. For myself, because we get like we watch movies for two different reasons. You like to be immersed in it. I like just to be kind of entertained. I don't really care if it makes me think or not. If I go in for like a psychological thriller, then obviously I do want it to think, make me think. But I'm perfectly fine going watching like animations, like little kid movies. I like to go like I watched How to Train Your Dragon. I love How to Train Your Dragon. I go see those kind of movies. Yeah, I guess I'm not watching How to Train Your Dragon with the same, like, in-depth eye that I'm watching some, like, Fight Club or something. <laughs> yeah. A little different experience, I guess. And that was one thing that always, like, when I was in my film class, this was different about me from the other people, like, especially Brayden, is that I enjoy movies, I like watching movies, and I want to, I do every once in a while, like, to 
kind of discuss what maybe I enjoyed about it. But as soon as it gets like too in depth, now I'm like, well, now you're just kind of like if I were to make a film, it would be just for kind of like entertainment, like here, kind of think along this and kind of this. But it wouldn't be like, oh, I picked that shirt, that red shirt so that it can imply this. <laughs> that is a bit splitting hairs. I will say that sometimes I do see that when they're like, like some of the the color of the shirt, but then again, outfits are very intentional too. I don't know. I guess the I guess the difference is it seems like for you it's an amusement, not so much an art per se. But it is an art. I'm sure you appreciate it as an art too. I I do see the art, and I like your name, phenomenal art artwork. What's what's it called? Your name? Yeah. What's it about? It is an anime movie, and what it is about is the typical body switch kind of thing. Oh, okay, like Freaky Friday. And what's cool about this is the girl's in a, from a small uh, city, she switches body with a guy from the city. Oh, boy. And she's always wanted to go into the city, and he's always kind of wanted to get away from the city. Mm -hmm. And so it's lots of, it's a very nice romantic um, movie. It's got a lot of comedy in it because, come on, you have a guy and a girl switching bodies. Obviously, there's going to be some type of comedy. Oh, yeah. That's the uh-oh immediately. There's a lot that <laughs> arises from that. And it's got lots of, like, cliche moments, but they're still very funny. But really what makes it, too, is the artwork in it. It's really good. Nice. Yeah, especially if a lot of the emphasis is, like, going – because a lot of times people in the city want to go to the country because it's beautiful out there. So having that beautiful artwork would be good, too. So I do appreciate stuff like that. But most of the time when I watch a movie, though, I want to go and just kind of do what a lot of people do, which is just use it as a way to kind of escape stresses that you have. Yeah, same. You just want to go and, like, go to watch it, and that's it. Like, just to kind of get away from your life, which is really not the greatest of, like, choices. To You should instead kind of pursue stuff that will make your life to the point where you don't feel you have to go see a movie because you have to escape from your life right yeah is escapism good or bad is definitely a uh point for argument but i think everybody has a little bit if you're sometimes you got to get out of your head you know and go and just kind of vicariously live through somebody else and i think that's that is a huge part of just existence but for me that's why that's why i like to get so immersed so it's funny that you say that but you'd rather stay in the headspace of the theater I like to, most of what I like to go see movies for is more for social kind of thing. Um, Not so much social, so much in the movie theater, but to give you kind of like big time movies everyone else is seeing. You can t talk about the movie with other people. That's true too, is like seeing the memes that go around as it comes out or whatever. Oh, have you seen this yet or whatever? That That is kind of fun. I don't get much of that being a hipster. <laughs> because you, yeah, I was going to say, being a hipster, you don't get oh, much I of don't. That. I'll be like, guys, Breaking Bad is so good. And they're like, we watched that three years ago. And I'm like, I know, but <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> it again. <laughs> so I enjoy doing stuff. That's what I get from them. I don't go to like kind of escape my life. I go because I like talking about it with other people. And I like going and like getting out of the house and doing something. Yeah. That's true, too. Getting out and going to the theater is a, is a good way to get out. Because I don't watch too much when I get home. Like, I, I will when I'm eating or something like that. Like, if I'm already going to be sitting down, then I don't mind having, like, the TV on, watching a movie mm -hmm. while I'm doing it or stuff like that. Right. But for me, it's never been, like, sit down, get immersed. Now, I do do that every once in a while. Like, if it's a really, really good movie that involves you having to, like, for you to fully get the enjoyment out of it, you have to think about it. 
then yeah. Like, I haven't watched Bird Box yet because that involves, like, kind of sitting down and watching it. I have not either, but it, I just had it recommended to me, like, this week. Somebody was like, oh, it's really good, actually. Like, because that's when I passed off because I thought it was going to be. I saw the memes. I was like, eh, it's mm-hmm. whatever. But he was like, oh, it's really good, actually. Okay. I might give it a go. <laughs> There's the joke about Machine Gun Kelly. That was right after he got roasted by Eminem. They had their rap battle. It's up to what side you want to be on. It was like, oh, good for him for pursuing a new career. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, poor guy. I thought both sides of the rap battle were kind of fun, to be honest. They both did pretty well. Okay, let's go ahead and wrap this up and go on and say goodbyes. It's getting kind of late. I want to edit the podcast at some point. (laughs) So, everyone, I guess I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah, you got a lot of it. Yeah, you got a lot. We always talk about movies, though, so we'll definitely probably come back to this topic, or we even probably will do tangents in the next couple of episodes as well. you know, we'll probably always talk about movies and video games and TV shows. Yeah, especially since I'm probably going to see Brightburn, and then Jacob's probably going to see John Wick, so you know we're going to be definitely talking about this I might pass up John Wick. The only reason I was going to go to John Wick was for this podcast, but now I missed it, and we've had the podcast, I'm like, ah, I'll wait until it comes out. (laughs) I'm not a huge John Wick fan, I just have seen them. Oh, okay. They're pretty fun. I've heard it was good, by the way. I so. have, too. People were like, it's really good. I'm like, eh, who knows? My dad said it was like a cliche action movie, though. They are, so. but I think they're done tastefully. Like, And that's that's where it goes into our, our cliche conversation from earlier. I think John Wick does cliche very well. Maybe I just am in love with Keanu Reeves. Can't help it. Makes sense. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Rose I know you're typed now, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's basically me. I'm a narcissist. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed. Please don't forget to share. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to comment. What else can you do? Don't forget to send us a tweet at don't you know pod or send us an email at don't you know pod at gmail. Um, give us some suggestions, that different topics that we can do. Or .edu or .net or .xxx. Oh, it's .com. <laughs> that would be hilarious if you could somehow get like your email at gmail.xxx and they're like, What? <laughs> Are you joking? You would have to explain it every time. You'd be like, no, I'm not joking. Please just do it. It's just a joke. That'd be <laughs> funny. Yes, please let us know. What are your what are your don't you knows for movies and movie theaters? Definitely, because you know we're gonna talk about it. If you send us to we're gonna talk about movies. But if you send us other don't you knows for other topics, we'll talk about them too. If you want us to talk about something specific, let us know. Who do you want to see executed in the streets? Do at don't you know pod. <laughs> um, if you have like shout outs, we do shout outs too sometimes. Sure, why not? We haven't really got many, but we do do them. Uh, and I think that's it. If you want to see anything else, let us know. If you have any suggestions or any kind of feedback, let us know. You guys know how social media works. Probably better than we do. <laughs> Hey, I'll have you know, major media studies. Thank you very much. I know how it works. I just hate it and avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have no fans. That's why I avoid it. It's because I know how it works. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I had more of a clout. I, I, more clout. I bring in all the fans. Okay. Until next time, guys. Bye. Until next time. Bye. Do, 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 do.